You're listening to Two Oceans Vibe Radio. This is Nadia Hearn with On the Flip Side. And um, yeah, welcome back. Thank you for tuning in. As you know, every Tuesday between two and three, you can find me here on the flip side, your number one PR and marketing talk show aimed at the small business owner in South Africa. So we have a guest, um, can't say in studio, as we um, mostly all still working from home quite comfortably, um, as it is quite chilly in most regions of South Africa. And we welcome Cassidy Beck. Welcome, Cassidy. Hi, Nadia. Thank you for having me. Such a pleasure. So Cassidy is the business development, um, manages the business development portfolio at a buy now, pay later fintech organization called Payflex. Since it's your first time on the flip side, Cassidy, would you like to maybe give the listeners a little sneak peek um, into your position as business development um, manager, if I can call it that, at Payflex? And tell us a little bit about Payflex and what the fintech organization is all about and your role. Of course, I'd love to. Uh, So starting with Payflex and what Payflex is all about. So we're a relatively new company. We've only been going on for about a year. Uh, but it, I think especially now under uh, COVID-19, we've, we've really done so well. It's, I know it hasn't been the best time for everyone else, but for us, it's been quite fantastic. So what we are is we, we don't like to say credits or lay-by, but it's, it's kind of what we are. So we're a payment solution slash portal for, for e-commerce websites. So if you if you go into your favorite store and you want to buy your your shoes or whatever the product may be, you pay with Payflex, and instead of paying in in one go, you divide your your payment over four installments over six weeks, so twenty five percent times four. So and the best benefits or the best part of this is there's no interest, um, no fees, and no catch. So you get your items immediately, but you don't have to pay any extra. For, for paying over for, for installments. So we've really, um, we're really there to kind of benefit the, the shopper and the merchant. So we've seen increased basket sizes, speed of sales, uh, and returning customers. So uh, with e-commerce booming at the moment, Payflex is really kind of shooting off. So you'll find us on Superbolus, Dermalogica, Incredible Connection, and we're growing day by day. So it's really exciting at the moment. So my part of the business is I've come in and I've come to to grow our customer base, to grow our merchant base, and I, I really deal with our, our merchants mostly. I'm here to help sure uh, make sure they're making the most out of having Payflex on their website. And if there's anything they need or have any issues or any questions, uh, I'm there to help to help out. So that's my job in a nutshell, and that's Payflex in a nutshell. Fantastic. I just want to um, mention to our listeners, so we invited Cassidy back to our show today to specifically address some of the gender bias issues that's impacting South Africa's female consumers. And I'm very keen, Cassidy, to chat to you about some of the, the latest highlights and issues that has been impacting women in South Africa. And um, as we were we having a little chat pre our interview, guys, you know, often 
there's a lot happening around um, awareness, which I'm, which I'm grateful for. And in the space of women empowerment and women in business. And I think often that we, our perceptions are a little bit misguided because when we look at the actual statistics and, and, and some of the actuals, they are very different than um, the, the positive drive, which is, which is a key thing. And, and I'm not, um, I'm not actually, um, you know, making a negative comment against, um, you know, creating awareness for women empowerment. But I think it's important to take a moment and actually look at the real, real issues uh, statistically um, and the actuals. So, um, Cassidy, we definitely um, really welcome this chat today. And being Women's Month, August being Women's Month, I think it's a beautiful opportunity to highlight these issues. So perhaps we can we can talk a little bit um, about how women in South Africa, specifically in the retail space and consumers, have been impacted. Uh, no, of course. Uh, I just want to start off by saying thank you for having this conversation because I think you are very on point with we are we're kind of hit a lot by oh yes women empowerment and it's improving and we're making leeway and don't get me wrong we definitely are which is exciting. But as you said, if we actually look at the hard proof statistics, there's actually a lot of work that still needs to be done. So I think having this conversation and getting this information out there is so important. So thank you for the space to, to get this out there. Beautiful. So shall we look at um, some of the key factors um, that has been um, more noticeable in terms of how South Africa female consumers have been impacted of late and specifically in the retail space, Cassidy? For sure. So uh, just to start, I, I think it's important everyone knows that actually how powerful the female consumer is uh, not only uh, well in South Africa, but also globally. So we're the the, the prime purchaser. We we make all the big, powerful uh, purchasing <laughs> shopping <whatever>. decisions. Yeah, <laughs> uh, groceries, financial decisions, buying birthday presents. You name it. We're making the decisions. So, uh, women, we are very powerful. Yeah. Yes, shoppers, but in general, we are very powerful. Um, but so besides us being these powerful purchasing consumer uh, demographic, I should say, we are actually impacted the most. So I would, um, a big point I like to bring up is, I don't know if you've ever heard of pink tax. No, I haven't. So, so pink, oh, tax, pink tax. Sorry. I heard pink tax. Sorry about that. Um, pink tax, yes, absolutely. Um, obviously, that is tax that's being added on um, some sanitary um, products, etc., for women. Yes, so uh, nailed it on the head. But we've also found recently that pink tax is added to to basic necessities from toiletries, even clothing, and then even things like medical screenings and and you name it. So we're actually, we're paying more for items compared to men, which is absurd considering we pay for most things all the time anyway. Um, so on average, women are spending about 20 to 30% more on items compared, compared to men, which I think is just crazy. Absolutely. So um, are there any progress in terms of um, having the, the tax relief, 
relieved and um, what are the movements um, that have taken place? I know there has been some awareness around it that could you, you could maybe share with us. Yes, so uh, I think women are definitely becoming more aware of pink tax. So uh, as, we, as we shop, we easily become more aware of products that are implementing it. So if you look at a deodorant you may be by for you and your, your male friend, you'd notice the, those that are similar in price, the same in price, or those that are charging women higher. So I think a lot of it has come to not really retail businesses making the change themselves, but actually woman purchases going, oh, look, this is clearly more expensive. This is not okay. Something needs to be done or I need to change my purchasing preferences. Uh, but then there are those companies that have noticed women are picking up on this. So it's no longer acceptable to, to use pink tax uh, going forward. So I think uh, more those, those uh, retailers that are axing the pink tax are getting more support from women shoppers. Uh, a, big, uh, a good example is Nike. Nike all around have really produced a, a woman-centric product. So offering, a, sorry, a woman-centric offering, uh, which is really, I think, taken off and shown that if retailers cater for women and look after the woman demographic, they'll really uh, gain women's trust and uh, make a success out of it. Absolutely. Um, I was just um, reviewing some information provided um, previously, and I'm looking at um, one of the Sunlam surveys that became available and um, that articulated, obviously, looking at the current, um, you know, landscape of South Africa in terms of the labor force, that even though less women still participate in the labor force, that, um, you know, it's looking up for women in terms of the e-commerce space and that um, already 47% of our country's e-commerce market actually is um, headed up by women in South Africa. Yes, uh, so I think I think e-commerce is, is definitely the future and I think COVID has only uh, fast-forwarded that trend. Um, so women are not only powerful in retail in general, but also this e-commerce space. Uh, so we're taking over there as well. Um, and as more and more women join the, the workforce, I think more and more women will join this e-commerce platform. Um, yeah, so really growing our, our retail power, I should say. Absolutely. Um, I think that um, in broad strokes, definitely um, women are influencers, as you mentioned, um, often um, the key pin in terms of deciding where money will be spent um, in terms of, um, you know, um, buying power. And then also making a um, head, headway in spaces like e-commerce and business um, in South Africa. Um, perhaps there are some other points um, around how women are influencers um, and how, you know, that is also just um, something to look to, maybe more so for other businesses, um, you know, when they are busy looking at their markets and, and how they need to consider women. Yes, so uh, as we mentioned earlier, women, women are powerhouses. So, I mean, not only are we we career-driven, but family-driven. We look after the children most of the time. We make financial decisions. And we, because we're the primary purchaser, not only, not only are we shopping for 
for our family and for ourselves, but we're shopping for relatives and family friends and friends. So we like to say women are, they're essentially multiple markets in one. So when you're advertising uh, to a woman or at a woman, um, you're, you retailers should remember they're marketing to a multiple market. And that's what makes the, the woman demographic or, or market so important and so essential for retailers. Uh, and also uh, we found that women are, it's called the, the woman's multiply effect. And we say this because they also influence the purchasing decision of, of someone else. So not only do we shop for everyone else and make the big decisions, but we're also influencing everyone on what to buy. So, yeah, so I think retailers and, and businesses in general must really just understand that the, when you're marketing at a woman, you're, you're marketing at, a, at many different people in one person. So it's important not to put her in a box or a, or, or a, a stereotype and instead uh, offer various things to her and ideas and goals and so on. Absolutely. In closing, um, Cassie, there's one thing that you would like to leave the listeners um, with um, and perhaps, you know, looking um, to, um, I almost want to say post COVID and looking towards um, 2021, what would that be? Uh, so sure, I, I'll give a few things here if you don't mind. Not at all. Um, so I think from to to all the women listeners and male listeners, I think uh, remember that you are powerful not only as a as a purchaser but as a as a person, and to use this power at, to your advantage and to say no when you don't want to or when something doesn't sit right or something like the pink tax, you have the, the ability to say no and demand change. And to retailers and businesses, I think it's important that they also move forward towards women inclusion and gender equality to be transparent and authentic and including not only the woman purchaser, but the, the uh, their workforce of women um, to be, uh, to remun, oh wow, to pay their female staff and male staff equally and fairly, um, to to include gender neutral policies, and I think, yeah, I think moving forward, this is the future. So to to really just take advantage and to heed to those to those kind of policies and and I always like to say uh, the future is female. So to just always keep that in mind moving forward. Absolutely. Thank you so much for your time. And um, if you would perhaps not mind sharing some contact details, perhaps your social media handles for some of our listeners that would like to follow you and perhaps um, your stance around this matter. Of course. So from the Payflex side of things, you can check us out on payflex.co.za. On Facebook, it's Payflex and Twitter, PayflexZA. And then personally, you can catch me on Instagram as Caspec13, Twitter, Caspec09. And my email address is Cassidy with an I, not a Y, at payflex.co.za. Beautiful. Thank you again. I hope you enjoy the rest of your week. And hopefully we'll have you back on the show soon. Thank you so much for having me, Nadia. I really appreciate your time. Such a pleasure. Cheers. Bye.